I'm here for the talk. Let's talk about it. Bounce. Bounce. Self-care Sunday. How you feel? Yeah. Yeah. We on. Bounce. I'm feeling great. Bounce. Bounce. When it, when it comes down to days like Sunday, I love. Like today it started out very chaotic and I love how I was able to turn it around just because I knew what today was. And it wasn't a bad chaotic though. Let's start right. there. It wasn't a bad chaotic. But right. it was just like a you know them ones that had you going. It's like when you get to work and then the boss lay down on you like, Hey, I need you to do this, that, this and that. You like what? In eight hours, bro? You know what I'm saying? It was one of them type of things. Like I know I gotta get this done. You know what I'm saying? So before I get this done, let me the, even the good book tells you first natural then spiritual. So, Self care Sunday is for my spirit, and I had to take care of the natural before I took care of the spirit child. This morning, it's all aligned now, and Ooh, I'm feeling so fine. Yes, Sunday. You knew that. <laughs> but uh, let me let me get a little bit of your insight. How you feeling? How you feeling? Man, I'm not gonna lie. I've been having so last night when you text me because you want to jump in the stew, and I'm thank always, always willing to jump into the stew. I took myself a nightcap. I I, I took a ride. Like you know how you just want to take a ride, get your mind right. Like I've been in such a process of manifestation in these last couple of days, weeks, hours, moments in time and process in my life, and it's just been like. It's, it, I can see the moving parts, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm just in pure meditation, just pure, you know, I want to be available. I want to be open. I want to be able to connect and I want to be able to see and create connectivity like over, among people. And, and I've been seeing that all week. So this morning, you see, I text you early, let go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to talk. It's time. It's Sunday. We got so much stuff moving and working, man. I can't, I won't complain. You not know, today. You know what you're reflecting to me right now? alignment and then right. and it's, a, and it's a chakra alignment hence the polaroid shirt you know what i'm saying it's a chakra alignment that's why you something in you had your word at that's what it is it's you just feel it you're aligned and you're showing it you see smiles the radiance yeah. from the skin everything it's because it's like yeah i'm here i'm i'm, I'm here i'm present i'm present. not i'm not there and i'm not over there i'm here i'm right I'm here, here. I'm with you. I see it. That's what's up. I, I appreciate that because that's the kind of energy that reflects. And when you when you send that energy, energy goes and comes back. So that's all it is. It's just it's bouncing back. It looked weird in the camera, but you know what? You get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. I was gonna make you a say. What trying to do? See, and 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 another reason why we able to. To have it have it here is because it's it's that breaking like this is stuff that you want we weren't taught I know I wasn't taught this kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, and and when you All read right. and you start to get that understanding of of, of, of different things you move differently and people yeah. people want to know how and why and the answer is within you know what I'm saying how and why you got to break that you know what I'm saying what you think you know you got to break that that's what gotta it, break that's where it, it look. I had an epiphany this week, like, and it was kind of, it was through somebody else's memory of us. It was like, I think I agree with you. Like when you align, your focus is so different. It's almost like 
Do you remember what we were focused on when we were younger? The stuff that we were really focused on? We were running the wrong race a long time ago. Like, we just, man hour, hitting the pavement. Like, running in the direction of nowhere for so long. Like, we've been in a wrong race. And I had to see that through just just walking down memory lane. And I'm like, I'm glad we didn't kill each other. Like, I'm glad we made it through. Like, I'm glad we just really didn't, you know, beat each other down, tear each other apart, and and people didn't come out of here with lesser self-esteems. Like, lesser, you know, I mean, it's a lot of healing that needs to be done, but I'm so glad that some people were able to see above the fog because it's a lot of fog out there. And, And people, when you in the fog and you distracted, Oh my God, it's oh, it's, it's scary. It, it, it's it scary is. to think. It is like chaos. you're doing a lot of wrong things. It's like trying it's trying to move through chaos. Yeah. Like imagine being like five foot five and everybody not even. Imagine being a child lost at Summerfest in the middle of like Lil Uzi Vert being there. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like the whole that's, concert, the that's whole like, people. That's how you begin in the world. You just so lost and see so much chaos, and you just got to pick and choose what looks best for you to go with for safety. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like the, relying on yourself for safety, that's what you were never taught. Like how to really rely on that gut instinct you get. How to really rely on on the inside from the mind. How to really think. You know what I mean? People tell you to think, or we teach. We were we would be taught to think. You know what I'm saying? But we will also be taught to think. You weren't teaching me how to think. You just want to keep, you want to just teach me to think. Think what? Think about what? Whatever it is that's being taught to me, that's what I should be thinking about? Or how about the stuff that's in my mind that's interesting me? Can I think about that? And can somebody teach me that? Because that's more important. That's where, that's what I'm more interested in. That's what school should be based off of. Teaching what you're interested in. What are you interested in? That's what that, that'll make kids actually want to go to school. You're making mm-hmm. me go to school for stuff I'm not interested in. As you can see in our community, when people really get together and start talking about what's best for other people, they they don't make it long. <laughs> like we we teach that's the wrong message out here. We teach and when we teach, you know, follow passion, purpose, have see results, have service. Right. Uh, when we get those kind of messages, when we have. Uh, you know, good barbecues that end in people giving flowers, not worried about, you know, preserving the flowers that come after everybody's gone. Like when we teach that kind of love, that kind of community is, is we're obviously on to something because it's destroyed. It's destructive. Like they teach separation. We have to get to a place where we can focus. Like we have to get above, we got to get to the stage of the Summerfest grounds and start calling out for people. Hey, where you at? <laughs> hey, it's, it up here is where you got to be at. You got to be above some of the garbage that we really get caught in. And you talk a lot about it, but it's our egos. We shifting in between like, hey, what does what does the value say out here? And our value is go, is the value goes against our value sometimes. Sometimes we got to be the ones to say, you know what, y'all going in that direction, but that's not the re- direction I need to go in. Not that I have any problems with people that's going left, right, and in between, but I'm just going this way. And that's that got to be okay for people, and I think we struggle there. And when we do see people that's really trying to teach that message, if we don't rally around those folks, they get put out there as like they're the the leaders, right. they're the they're the Fred Hamptons, and then we got to execute those people. Right. So we got to have more Fred Hamptons come up to the stage with Fred Hampton, so that we can keep them and and, and really do something with ourselves. What society is doing is creating more Judases for those Fred Hamptons. 
Yeah. And and that's 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 the issue that we yeah. um, that we run into a lot. And and it's funny that you had even brought that up with the with the ego, the whole little ego shift thing. Because even in the position that we in, we have to remember the purpose when we're yeah. getting on these platforms and speaking. Because what happens is we do a session, and we do a session that's speaking on on something like Fred Hampton. So now yeah. that session gets heard by somebody who feels like we're empowered to speak on, you know, black excellence and black lives matter and what and everything that's cultural where we where we're not just talking about what's cultural. We we have a deeper message that we're actually pushing across here and yeah. they get that message and then they want you to just capitalize on just that. So then you become again a pawn in a chess game. Yeah. And it's crazy because you was talking a little bit about and we're going to go here Sunday about Nat Turner. You don't even I mean, you really are trying to teach good, but you end up teaching the parts of the book that they want you to be taught. Exactly. And, and it's the part of the scripture that says this. But, you know, we forgot all of the, the good graces that were above and below exactly. and to come. Exactly. So, like yeah, they, we do. Be, we got we have to allow people to keep going. So. Ah, man, all of our conversations aligned this week. You just were saying like, <laughs> we were just talking about like how people see you for that five minutes or you catch that one part of the, of the, of the talk. Right. And, and you stuck on that and you keep trying to make a perception and a, and a choice and can, you know, transform into that. Like that is not, you the, gotta, oh my God, you gotta it's watch the whole movie. Yeah. It's Sunday. You got to watch the whole movie. You know what I mean? You got to read the whole book. Stop reading the back of my cover and think you know me. You don't know me. Yeah. Stop Stop coming in and watching a piece of my movie and then going to play the game. And saying you watch. No, you don't know me. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how you have to look at society. People only see you in scenes. People only see bits and pieces of the pages out of your book. But you need to make sure every page that they see, it all aligns. I can see how that chapter six go with chapter two. I see it. You know what I'm saying? Or I can see how the ending of that movie, I knew the end of the, that movie was going to sum up that way because of the, how I seen the beginning. So mm-hmm. I'm glad it didn't make a turn. That's how you have to look at your life. That's how you have to look at the choices you make. That's how, how you have to look at the things that you do. This is not how you're taught. Right. You're, we, we kind of were taught find, your, find what you like to do and go with it. You know what I'm saying? But what do you mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Because I also don't understand that there's something inside of me that's battling with something inside of me. So who should I listen to? Where should I go? But don't forget, we talked about this this week as well. What, what didn't we talk about? Oh. <laughs> it's that kind of rich dad, poor dad scenario. You, What are you doing? You're doing what you've been taught. We, we, were, we were just asking the question, are you going to go with generational curses? Right. But really... The generation before did this. My mom did this. My auntie did this. Man, I grew up with my grandma, and this is how she did it. Like, I, we were just making a joke. Somebody, you said that old joke, like, the lady kept cutting her the butt end of her roast off and putting it in the oven. And her husband asked her one day, like, why do you cut the butt end of the roast off? Like, always what, you, it's always been done. Like that. Right. That's how her mom's like, no, our pan wasn't big enough. Man, it's just... It's a different perception every time. It's a different scenario every time. And how do we bob in and out of those and make sense of it for us to follow purpose? Like, and that's really what you always talk about aligning. We have to get quiet with ourselves. We have to really feel ourselves and really know when we're going against what's natural. 
when we go against what's natural, then we need we become the most addicted, the most obese, the most medicated, the most in debt because we are really trying to numb our pains and our life and our structure. We're numbing it all away. But the problem is you can't numb that one part. Now you're numbing your creativity. You're numbing your bounce, man. Your you numb you numbing your relationships. You're numbing your purpose. And you brought up generational curses. And one thing that I, I brought understanding to with that is I don't even think a lot of people even understand what is generational curses. What does it look like? What what is it a gener what does generational curses really look like? It looks like welfare. It looks like the prison system. It looks like the hood. Just that term alone. It looks like the hood. It looks like the ghetto. It looks like the term the twerking, the thotting. That's generational curses. That's all that's what that is. It's being, you're still allowing for them to teach you how to live. You're allowing for somebody else to validate what's going to make you successful. That's generate. That's a generational curse. You do not have to do what was done before you or what's done around you. Yeah. And, it, and the scary thing is, is that I, I don't know about you, but I'm at a place where now I can see how they happen. I can see them now. Like, right. It, it's simple. If you take food, I can see how generational curses will give you. We some people have an addiction to food. Like it really is. It's an addiction. I used to. Say it again. I used to. But you can see that in you can see that in people now. Like I had to I had to see it in myself. Like man, why do I like your body craves and yearns for things that really you shouldn't even. With that Xanax gum, that C trifibril, that you fibride extra degenerate like disease in the <laughs> bottle, like our bodies and don't really need none of that, and, right? And your <laughs> and and when your mind and your body not working together, man, that's how you have you don't have that control over eating it. Correct, because your mind don't even get the outlook of what's going to possibly be the outcome of me eating this. And that's that should be our. Just the thought of what we're talking about, are these conversations should spark in our minds that we need to to think differently. We need to think differently, uncommonly. We want to get to uncommon places. We got to think uncommonly. I think what I see like happens. I can't continue to do the same things because when you are poor in things, you're not just poor in finances. You're poor in education. You're poor in health. You're poor in you're poor in everything around you. And it and it's one of those things where if I don't change how I behave, how I act, I'm gonna have to keep up with the system. It's almost like I'm kind of helping keep the chain going. That I'm helping with the compass and the curse off to the next person. Like, and, and we know enough. There is information out there. We have access to information. We got to know better and do better. We got that is self-care. Self-care is allowing yourself to love yourself, to elevate, to level up, to get to something greater because it's for you. You have a throne, man. Sit on it. You are a king it. or a queen. Sit on it, man. Treat your body like a temple and, and go with it and, and treat your mind the same way. The show was really about how are we getting people to heal how do we talk about people being it's okay to go get help this whole conversation should be telling you like man it's okay to take care of you it it's always okay to take care of you and nobody's going to take care of you except you that's how you get depression anger sadness because you're looking for somebody else to do the things that only you can do for yourself 
Uh, that's uh, you, what did you say? You just you just said something. I ain't got my pen and pad with me right now. God forbid. So I didn't even get to jot down the, the thing. But you have you brought up something uh, where you where you said the switch where people are not getting that bigger outlook and 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 it's all in how we look at it. You know what I mean? You got to see how you look at it. You talked about the pan. You know what I mean? The, the meat. Oh, you know like saying? You, the oh, pan ain't yeah. big enough, you know. And, and it made me. It kind of took me to, you know. I love to go into the good book, and it and it kind of took me into that. And that's just how the that's how the beginning times was. The only reason why we have the outlook and the perception on what a generational curse is is because of the the, the holy Bible. Hmm. You know what I mean? We never would have had this thought. The Adam and Eve story. This is where good and bad comes into the picture. Everything was good. There was bad on earth, but there was no light shined on that bad. You know what I mean? There was only good. You were, we were in this one little area, but then you allow a generational curse, the concept of it. Because I have, I'm going to hit it from that standpoint for those who don't want to look at it. You know what I mean? Because now I'm just going to show you how it all comes together. I always tell you, it all comes together. So okay. it, just the way you look at it, even the concept of what bad is, it comes from there. So even when you want to look into your own mind and say, well, I don't want to believe. I don't want to listen to the Bible because it's not about the Bible. I just believe in the laws of the universe. Okay, but you have the understanding of the laws of the universe because positive and negative. Mm-hmm. And it was only brought into the world because of what? Something showed that something can always go against the good, which was the Bible. The, this is where the concept of good and bad even comes from. So that's a generational curse alone that you have to break. The, 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 the looking into how you are looking at the Bible, looking at what you see in the Bible, looking at how you look at the universe, looking at what you see in the universe. Hence the questions that I ask you. These is how these questions come into my head. How are you going to name an orange or orange, but a banana is not called a yellow? Hmm. That's a question. These little questions, it's the little things. Shout out to Denzel Washington in that movie. That's just been, that's been, it's the little things that you got to pay attention to. Denzel picked this up. This is the third, <laughs> third one that Denzel got the shot. Little things will put you in again. It's, it's the little things when you really pay attention to the detail. That's okay. when you really start to, to ask yourself and question, am I doing right? Hmm. Is this even, is this even for me? You have to look at the, the detail because the bigger picture always make you feel like it's for you because the bigger picture is the celebration. The bigger yeah. picture is where the congratulations and everything is coming in. So even if you're a part of the picture, we can look at the Last Supper picture. We understand what that picture is mainly about, but we look at everybody in that picture as a symbol for that moment. Okay. But what is the moment really about? You know what I mean? And that's where people aren't paying attention. You're not paying attention to the details because... The world has been created to look like you're always in the big picture. So you're just validating how do I fit in the big picture, but you're not even paying attention to the detail. The detail in the picture is the Holy Grail. And that's the most symbolic thing. But you're paying attention to the people, the scenery, the materialistic stuff. What about the message? What about the purpose? What about the real concept of it? That's where you break down generational curse. The generational curse is to stop thinking that everything that your mother, father, grandmother, grandfather has taught you was bad is really bad. And that's why. So what you said and how to. Oh, my God. I feel like we're doing the same thing. I just forgot how you said it because I was thinking about it back then. And then you said something <laughs> else great and I lost it. No, you were saying like 
So how I want to say it is like we have to also be those people that once we get taught something, we go get those show notes. Always. Like you you told me, I got it. I, I took in my own cap concept and understanding. Now it was about the movie. Now let me go and see what the producer wrote the movie about. So little exactly. things, I got my own understanding of what I thought it was about. Now let me go see what the producer actually said the movie was about and why he put this movie together. Because my perception on it is going to give me a story. What the producer produced in the notes, that's going to give me another story. We got to be able to see it from a whole nother construct. We get so focused on like, this is the only way to do it. You and I talked about it already. Six plus three is nine. So it's five plus four. We got to be okay with that. Like we got to be okay with, oh, they didn't do it that way. And if we can get more okay with that, more people will be okay with who they are. Like, oh, you want to do it your way. You want to get to what? what's your goal? Because sometimes we're thinking about it like, well, they cutting that roast off because their pan wasn't big enough. You cutting the roast off because they cut the roast off, but it's not about your pan. Right. Now let's start to fit it to your pan. How are you now being affected by what's going on? What's your piece of the pie? And how do it work? And if like everybody has their own focus, let people have their own piece of the pie, let their own pan, whatever it's going to be. And I think we struggle with that. We always want it to be look this way and we don't agree with it when it don't look like ours. And hey, that's going to always be a struggle. And, and since we're going to compare it in that way to food, let's also compare it to like going to a chili cook off. Everybody <laughs> can have their own recipe, too. How many times have you went to a potluck or a chili cook-off and you've seen four people standing over there by number four and you're like, I've tried number, I don't understand how they're eating it. Because it's not for you to understand. That don't align with your purpose. You know what I'm saying? It's okay for somebody to have their own recipe. It's okay. It's okay for them to like theirs to be spicy, but it's for them to like a lot of sour cream. It's okay. Because at the end of the day, the main thing is, look at how many ways you can cook chili. Look at how many ways you can spread this message. Look how many ways you can show into you. Come on now. You got to follow me. You hear me. We can work together and still get and it done. Still get it done. Done your way. And, I'm gonna get and at the done. end of the day, when we did this by everybody bringing all their different recipes, look how many people we brought out. And everybody got the chili that they wanted. And half of them going to say, I can go home and make my own chili that's better than that. Because you just took a little bit of what they did and you're going to spice it up a little bit and now you entered in the competition. So now you got more people a part of what you're doing because you're just accepting of everything that's going around. This is what happens when you take away the good and the bad. Break the curse of what you look at. Your mom only looked at it bad because of what was going on in her life at the time, but now we're in the 21st century. So what's going on in your life don't go the same way it went for hers. We can drink out of the same bubblers now. Think about it. Yeah. And you don't want but you still want to move around with this hate thing. Do you ever understand that maybe people are reflecting hate towards you because you reflected it back on them and you got to think deeper. You got to think deeper about it. It's not physical. Oh, I ain't going around just pushing other races of people. Oh, I'm not going around just pointing the finger at people that want to live free. You don't have to. But because internally, this is how you really feel. That's what connects with the energy. So this is, yeah, this is what reflects. This is the radiance that's coming out. This is what people feel when they're around you. You ever been around somebody and you just was like, something about them, I just don't, they don't rub right with me. Yeah, because within them, they probably don't jam with you like that. But we don't listen to the inside. So what we do, we continue to hang with so-and-so. Like, that's what I love to try to teach people to pay attention to the inside. 
Your inside is not going to let you down. That gut feeling is what's connected to this universe. That's why sometimes you get that tingle in your stomach a little bit. But sometimes you like, bro, my stomach was tingling. My palms were sweating out. Like, bro, like I was nervous, bro. Yeah, because your <laughs> insides was like, don't, no, no. But then right. sometimes you get that feeling because it's now it's muscle memory. So now when you approach the situation, your body automatically goes into it. But then there's something inside you that's like, bro, you good, go. This ain't like the last time, bro. Go. But we talk about it. You know what it is? It's that preparation. Yeah. That's where your confidence comes from. That muscle memory is because you prepared. You repeated it. You did it. it. The good thing about it is, and we talk about what is good about what we're talking about. Some of the positive outcomes are that you feel so much better. You get some of that stress off your back. You start to be able to just move like you. It's a much easier route when you're doing it as yourself. You ain't carrying a whole other person yeah, with you. And sometimes you can't get that positive outcome until you have stepped out there and got the negative outcome or what you looked out as a negative outcome. Hence to something else that happened with us this week. <laughs> we had an outcome, yeah. but then we had the outcome from that outcome and look at what came out. Wordplay. I see. I'm going to drop the mic for you, but it was, <laughs> but yeah, like that's how people got to look at. You got to, man, I said, and I said, and we're going to be all right. You have to make, a blessing out the lessons we delivered. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Sometimes it, it just be that. You know what I mean? People have these situations all the time where they like, look, I was going to go to the market that day. Right. And somebody called in a bomb threat. I'm glad I didn't go. Right. Because something inside you was like, look, you can handle that tomorrow. That today day. ain't even the day. I got another plan going on over there that you ain't even supposed to be a part of. But everybody that was a part of that situation might have been people that wasn't loving their family the right way. You know, people that wasn't fulfilling their purpose correctly. Some people take life for granted. That karma exists as well. If you're not giving what you're supposed to be giving, you ain't going to get what you're supposed to be getting. It ain't always got to be, you know, I I murdered so-and-so, so I understand if I get shot. No, it ain't always. That's that broad thinking. It's yeah. the little things. Little, I do agree that. The, whatever you put into something, man, that's what comes out. Like I know the days when I'm like, I didn't go really hard. I didn't, I didn't throw in. I, my towel really is back here. I ain't got to throw in a towel on this. I didn't leave it all in the court. And when that happens, man, you can see that energy come right back at you. You know, not productive. Stuff didn't move. It didn't get the attention that it needed to get because I didn't push it the way I was supposed to push it. So you right on that part. Like what when you are really serious about something, put your energy and your all into it. I think we get into our culture is to have a plan B. Our culture is to move kind of like. You know, let's get done. We can get done. It feel better to really throw in, throw your hat into the ring, because even if you fail at this, you learn something, you grow in this. When you, when it's your purpose, it's your passion. The failures out of it, man, that's the part that we like. Hey, remember when X, Y, and Z happened? This is what I end up getting. It's trust I heard, in the process. I heard in a sermon before, like in your life, these situations, there's always a funeral and a and the like and life at the same time always. something that you are you think is dying and being torn away from you and being pulled out of your you know your wheelhouse is really the change that you need that's gonna birth this whole new situation for you but it's, it feels like in the moment what was death really was life when you look at it hindsight is 2020 man 100 percent and, 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 and i feel good about it and the other thing too is we got to understand that we're not always going to get what we desire 
yeah. out of what we're putting in. We put in, a lot of the times we put in for wealth. But you have to go back to the beginning. When you were putting in in the beginning before the material world, what were you getting in return? Because you can't say that karma was created. It has always been here. Law of attraction wasn't created. It was always here. God wasn't created. It was always here. However you want to look at it. So before the material world, when you were putting in, where were you getting back? That's where your mind should always be. We look for the wealth in it, but we also have to understand that sometimes when we put in, we're going to get growth out of it. It's not a, the situation that I'm currently in. This growth comes from me actually fulfilling purpose. This don't come from my goal is when I start this is to move it to a whole nother that was never in the plan. Because the plan was never created for me. My job is to be present and just do what I feel that I'm supposed to do every day. That's what my job is in life. That's what my job is to the world. That's what my job is as, as far as my purpose goes. You do what you're directed to do daily. How do you find out what you're directed to do daily? You have to listen. You have to, you have to listen. It guides you. It doesn't guide you where it's, you're looking for that. Go to the store now. Now is the time. No, it's not going to come like that. But it's like, boom, I woke up. I went to the bathroom. You know what I let's, could do? I could go work out. But I Let's get credit to it, though. We, we feel that way because we've been programmed to think that way. Exactly. We've been programmed to think that somebody is thinking for you. Somebody's always feeding you what to do. Really, there is a lot of free will and choice to be made and decisions to be made. And it's not going to be written out for you daily. You're going to have to figure out what's, what's your part of the work. What's your contribution? God is going to, he's going to position you. He's going to put you in the places. He's going to give you the tools. I, we talked about it earlier. You know, don't look at it as punishment. Look at it as preparation. You are, you are asking to be a part of some of these different harvests, these different places, these different access opportunities. You have to prepare for them. You can't walk through a door and just figure it out when you get there. There are certain things that you're going to have to learn. There's no question about it. You're going to have to learn it once you get through the door. And it's going to be 90% of what you need to learn. But the preparation here gets you structured. It gets you feeling good. It gets you motivated. It comes from within. It gets you started. And, and that's what really gets you into a place where you're like, man, I'm so confident. I'm ready to knock it out the door. Because we always think it's going to open in front of us. It's not. It's going to be, you got to crawl, crawl through the attic to get there because that's the route it, it took but you can do it if you prepare if you if you you know plant seed plant seed plant seed keep it moving keep it moving it's sunday you know what i'm trying to say i'm already knowing and and this hat came across me this morning so funny i had to pull it up here because i didn't want to mix the words up because it was just it was just that amazing how it come across me like this okay. but uh jeremiah and I'm, I'm coming from the good book jeremiah 31 29 through 31 and i just want to do what i kind of did the other day where i kind of give what my perception of it is and they uh, and it's crazy because it aligns totally with what we're talking about right now it's uh the parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Instead, everyone will die for their own sin. Whoever eats sour grapes, their own teeth will be set on the edge. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and the people of Judah. I wanted to bring that part out just to break down the, their parents have eaten sour grapes and their children's teeth are set on edge. Start right there. Mm -hmm. That's just the perception. 
of you looking at the actions of what the parent, what parents have done. You see what your parents have done, so now you anxious because now you feel like I have to do what my parents have done, but better. Okay. So that means you're just following a generational curse, but amplifying it. Because if your parents are trying to do something and they're failing at it, and they're probably, look, that's that idea button that comes in. We got to get it. (laughs) Right, but but when when something, when, hold on, I got to make sure I get rid of that because I got to get this out. This one of them joints right here. When, 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 When we watch our parents fail, we never always learn why they're why are they failing. It's mm-hmm. not that they're failing because they don't have the proper resources. They're failing because they're not staying consistent. They're failing because they're not believing. They're failing because they're not pursuing their purpose out of it. You know what I'm saying? So when when I read something like the parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Instead, everyone will die for their own sin. Whoever eats sour grapes, their own teeth will be set on the edge. Take that in. Understand what that means. That means whoever it is that's not doing what they're supposed to do, it's not going to come to them. You have your own choice. It aligns with that free will you was talking about. It's on you. You don't have to be on edge because of what was done from before. You don't have to do it that way. If you watch your parents eat sour grapes, why are you going to eat them too? That just doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? No, you're going to watch them eat sour grapes. You know what? I don't even want no grapes. I'm going I'm to eat some apples. I don't even want no I'm that. I'm good. Because that means you didn't choose to eat that sour grape. But all them grapes might be tainted right there. You know what I'm saying? And you made a choice after that to keep on eating. I'm going to just go on over here and eat. This is that free will choice that you got in life to make. And, it, and everything uh, is letting you know that you have free choice, no matter how you look at it. The law of attraction. Let- we have to keep talking that through, because how do you even know there's another way when all you're looking at is your parents? So we got to get the message to, to people who are going to be parents, to people who are going to have, you know, talk in they, they inner circles, because it is hard. Like, I, I ate the sour grapes. You ate the sour grapes, too. Right. My my child ate the sour grapes by the, when she was first born too, because that's what we were still doing. It's one of those things where you had to like really get into a place where we still eating some sour grapes because we just t- we just said ten minutes ago it's it's almost scary that you don't you don't want to know what you don't know because a lot of stuff we really don't know that really is and, that is leading us into a brick wall. And I think it's because what we have to start doing is we have to start teaching that it's not okay. We don't teach that it's not okay. We teach things like this. Mm, I eat the sour grape. Mm, my kid look at me and say, Daddy, why you make that face? Because this grape is sour. What do we teach? You won't try? Mm. Don't teach that. No, you teach clothes and throw it away. We don't want to mess with that, bro. That's not good. Oh, okay. So now your son looking. This is like that sour grape that. We don't want that. And now you know how we don't teach that. We always want to offer these curses and stuff to our kids. We even make this the plan B. When we see our kids doing good and then we see them start to slip or we see them start to fail, we don't be the parent that jumps in to help our kids learn how to amplify. 
No, we be the parent that gives our kid the plan B that we always seen work from before. Well, what you can always do is you can go down here to the building. You can put him on child support. You can get that check on the first of the month because that's going to help you. That's going to help you get a crib. And then you know they're going to give you food stamps and stuff like that once you get on there too. So he ain't around no way, so why not? What? The same, you know what I'm saying? It, it, and it's, I'm just using that as an example. We can go on and on, even when we talk from, from a school standpoint where we don't even push the fact to tell our sons, like, I know you love to play ball, but they're going to give you a free education behind this. Make sure you get that education. Just make sure you do that. This is your chance to get a free doctor's degree or a free, ma- you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you get a choice on do you want to enter the draft or not. They don't make you. You get the scholarship, and within the scholarship, it doesn't say, and when you go to the NBA, you bring back. No, no, no. So you get a choice to enter. So you have a choice to continue on and say, no, I'm going to just accept this offer, Michael Brogdon, and do my thing, Michael Brogdon. I'm just saying. You got to. I might might as well go on with the audience calls. People who gonna do their thing already. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Brown. No, I'm joking. So honestly, we we're looking for people who it's time to know better and do better. We're looking for people who are okay with understanding that you relearn, you reteach, you you re understand who you are, you reconnect, you realign, you, and that's something that's okay. All those words have the same first two letters because it's something that you got to go back and, and try it again. You got to go and learn. You got to teach yourself, feed yourself good things, things that really connect you to a space of purpose, to a space of understanding and not leaning on your own understanding, but but gathering enough understanding that you understand is possible, that you see it, that you see it through. So if this message is for you, take it, apply it, make a play with it. If it's not for you, pass it. Give it to somebody else who's going to make a play with it. Because really, truly, Terrence says it best, royalty says it best, the only limit is you. And we won't limit ourselves here. We're going to take care of ourselves because it's Self-Care Sunday. What you, you got? Do that. Man, you, you, you pretty much wrapped it up. That's, that's what it really is. We need to reteach. You know what I mean? We need to resurface what the truth actually is. And what the truth actually is, is learn yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we, we're we getting away from that. We're not learning ourselves. We're allowing somebody to teach us who to be. And we can't allow for people to teach us who to be anymore. It's time for us to just step up and be who we is. Be who we are supposed to be. Be what it is that we're destined out to be. If you love to draw, draw on. If you love to paint, mm-hmm. paint on. And if you just got that mentality to just go, go on. Oh. I'm going to wrap it up with peace. As always, I keep it there. That's positive energy. Always creates elevation. Peace. Love. Prosperity. And until next time. Self-care Sunday. Out. The, 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 the mission. Hey, I'm here for the talk. Let's talk about it. Bounce. Bounce. Self-care Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. We on. Bounce.